0: you're listening to the journeys of scientists podcast put on by msu wamps these are casual conversations with graduate students in a variety of fields to learn about their experiences research and what brought them to where they are today to keep up to date with future wamps events be sure to check out our website at wamps.org and follow us on social media we are msu wamps on facebook twitter and instagram on this episode, we are joined by Ursula, who is a second-year PhD student in the Comparative Medicine and Integrative Biology program. Hope you enjoy.
1: Uh,
0: welcome, Ursula. Could you briefly introduce yourself? Was your area of study here at MSU?
1: Thank you, Brian. Um, my name is Ursula Aburjaile. I'm a second year graduate student, um, PhD student in the comparative medicine and integrative biology program in the vet school. So whenever I say vet school, a lot of people think I'm a vet, but I'm not. I'm just doing my PhD here. I actually graduated with my undergrad um, from MSU um, uh, with my animal science degree and then started my PhD program right away.
0: Okay. Could you describe a little bit of the research or work that you do?
1: I work with dairy cows. Well, most of my work is basic research. So I am in the lab almost every day, um, working with the cells and the tissues. Uh, I do have, um, some work on the farm where we go and take samples, uh, from the dairy cows. Um, For the most part, my research focuses on fatty acid supplementation and its effect on the adipose tissue or the fat metabolism in the cow. So basically when the cow um, calves or has her baby, uh, she loses a lot of body weight, and she goes into a negative energy balance. So whatever she's consuming is not enough for um, what she needs uh, energy-wise. And that predisposes her to a lot of diseases. And obviously, when you have all these diseases, she won't be producing milk and um just overall production-wise, um, she declines. So a lot of research has been done to help with that. And one of um, the solutions that we found is fatty acid supplementation during that period. And so my, um, my research focuses on when we supplement these cows with this fatty acid, with a specific fatty acid, what happens inside the cow regarding um, the adipose tissue? So how does that help her maintain the body weight that she has and also keep on producing
0: okay and then you mentioned earlier about how you're not the vet student not a vet student but you're in this Mm -hmm. space can you kind of describe like what that difference is based on what you're doing is it more because you're not necessarily looking to be like treating you know animals you're more just like kind of studying the animals and how their bodies work is that it or is it totally different
1: right no so there's a lot of labs here in the vet school um, a lot of the graduate students are already vets though so, so they get their um, dvm and then decide they want to do research and they do their phd but there are a lot of students like me who just come here straight for their master's or phd a lot of the focused um And the research that is done here in the vet school is mostly health-related. So my department is large animal and clinical sciences. And all the people in my department work with um, large animals, such as cows, horses, um, pigs, sheep. And we mainly focus on research. It could be anything related to these animals, uh, but mostly health-related.
0: Okay. And then this is probably another silly question, but like what is comparative medicine this in like a broad sense? Like what does the comparative part mean in this circumstance?
1: So the CMIB program is actually not just within the vet school. There are a lot of different departments. Um, so students from different departments mm-hmm. can be in that program. Uh, So, we got students who do even human research, um, not just animal research. So, it kind of um, brings in a lot of different, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but a lot of different research and uh, students from different departments just under one umbrella, I guess.
0: Okay. And so, then when you got when you joined this lab or doing this research, like what brought you here? So it's like, were you interested in working with cows or studying this, or did you have some other interest in kind of the field as a whole? And you just ended up in this lab.
1: I would say everything that happened throughout my life was just by coincidence. And I ended up here just by coincidence. And, um, more or less, when I first moved, I'm originally from Lebanon. Um, I moved here back in 2015 for my undergrad. And I started, I wanted to become a vet because that's all I knew growing up, working with animals, you need to become a vet. Um, I didn't know that vet school is something that you need to apply to because back in my country, you start vet school straight out of high school. So it's kind of like mm. an undergrad Um so when I first started, I talked to my advisor and then um, she explained to me like all the process that I, that's needed, um, that I need to take all my prereqs and do an internship and you need all this um, experience before you actually apply to vet school. So I started work. I had no large animal experience at all. I started working at the dairy farm here at MSU and it was mainly just to gain some um, some experience, large animal experience. And then, um, funny story, I actually threw up twice the first week I was working at the farm. <laughs> um, so that tells you a lot about, like, I grew up in a city. I had, I didn't, I've only seen cows maybe twice in my life. Um, over there at the farm, I used to see a lot of graduate students uh, um, just all the time there um, collecting samples being around the cows, um, just doing everything. And they're always there, there day and night. So one time I just woke, um, walked up to, um, one graduate student and asked him, like, I was just curious asking what he's doing. And he started explaining to me, he was weighing the cows and explained to me, um, part, some of the research that he was doing at the farm. He was basically feeding the cows, a certain supplement, and then taking different measurements, And then he, they actually, in his lab, they needed some undergrads. They needed to hire some undergrads. And that's how I started working in their lab. And that lab was in the animal science department. So it was very much, very different from what I do right now. It was uh, very um, applied research. So we're always at the farm. And um, they did, that lab did a lot of collaborative work with the lab that I'm currently at. Um, which does more of the basic research Um, and I was more interested in the basic research uh, side of it. So I also, as an undergrad, started working in the current lab that I'm at right now. Um, So my senior year, I worked at both labs and I ran my own research trial at the farm and also did a lot of experiment here in this lab. And that's when I decided this is what I wanted to do um, instead of vet
0: school basically. Oh, very interesting. So you did your, you did your undergrad here at MSU as well? Yes. Okay. So how, you know, being in Lebanon, how do you, how do you end up at Michigan State in Lansing, Michigan?
1: <laughs> A lot of people ask me that question. They say, why Lansing? <laughs> I wish I knew the answer. <laughs> I, I wish I knew Lansing before I came here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I love, well, I love MSU. I don't necessarily love Lansing, but my older brother um, graduated from MSU too. And when I was younger, he's a lot older than me. There's a 13 age gap difference between me and him. So I was seven years old the first time I came here and visited him. He was in, I think he was a uh, maybe a sophomore at MSU, and we walked around campus and he showed me around. And I, uh, from that po- instant. He, he kept telling me, this is going to be your future school. This is going to be your future school. So I guess um, I was persistent and worked hard, and I ended up at Michigan State.
0: Okay. Oh, that's really cool. Um, how was the transition from you know, moving from one country to the other? How was kind of adapting to Michigan?
1: Not going to lie, it wasn't easy, especially the first, I would say, first two years. Uh, it's already a big Um, transition going from high school to college and then going from a small country to a completely different country with um, different culture. Um, English was not my first language, and I worked really hard to improve it. Um, I was also a little bit shy at first when I moved here. I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know how to make friends, especially in, um, in being in big um, lecture halls like um, freshman chemistry I think we had 500 plus students in in that class so it was really hard for me to um, communicate with other people and um, meet other students uh, but then it was through I started working I I transferred to LCC and I worked there for a little bit too and that helped me um, meet some people and get used to the environment
0: okay was when you moved out here you said that your brother Mm -hmm. at least came here was he still here by the time that you arrived or did you not know anyone here
1: no he was still here i had two brothers that were here um when i first moved here and they were both married uh um So it was it was nice having them around, but also their circle was a lot different than mine because they're a lot older and they Mm -hmm. were both. So their friend groups were a lot older than me. I, I would still hang out with them and go out with them, but I just didn't feel like I had my own group of friends or people my age to hang out with.
0: Yeah. So you said that you already, or at least at the beginning, you wanted to be a vet student. Like, what stood out to you? Like, did you just always like animals? Like, why Why did you think that was like the initial path that you wanted to pursue?
1: I've always loved animals. And I knew I wanted to work with animals. And I knew that MSU had a really good vet school. And actually, my brother was the one that encouraged me to um, apply to vet school here um i also had different a lot of different interests i at one point i wanted to become an architect and funny story that my initial major when i applied to msu was landscape architecture and then when i came here is when i transferred um to become um just changed my major to animal science instead
0: oh that's that's interesting that's cool um yeah, and so you said so you had mentioned like working on the different like labs or out in the in the field with the cows and all of that. Um, were you involved with other research opportunities or extracurricular activities like clubs or organizations or anything like that?
1: I was a little bit involved um, at LCC and here at MSU. At MSU, I was part. I joined the um, international club the International Student Association, I felt like I belonged there because there were a lot of international students. Um, There was also a Lebanese student association that I joined very briefly, not not too much. Um, We used to hang out and um, go out and do stuff. Um, uh, What else? Let me think. That was mainly it for clubs. Uh, um, I also did some shadowing with vets, large animal vets, over the summers, um, and that also helped me to decide that I did not want to become a vet.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you describe a little bit of like why it was that made you decide? Oh, being a vet was not for you.
1: Um, there are a few things that made my decision and it wasn't an easy decision because I didn't know well first I had already changed my major once and then now I'm kind of changing my path again and um, as an international student I was a little bit worried what that would mean to me and how I would tell my family also (laughs) that I'm changing my major again Um, but shadowing with vets so I used to go over the summer with a large animal vet and we would go from farm to farm. Um, I felt it was a lot of, there was a lot of routine in that um, career I would say. I enjoyed a lot more the research side of it because I worked in a research lab and in two research labs and both research labs had amazing professors mentors, and graduate students that helped me, um, like, actually made me love research. And what I love about research is that there's no routine, there's always something new, and um, you learn a lot throughout the process. And that's very important to me.
0: Yeah. And so then, when you were considering grad school, did you already kind of have it set in mind that you wanted to stay here? Did you consider other options?
1: I definitely considered other options. Um, One place I wanted to go, I tried to um, go to North Carolina because my brother lives there. I also considered Penn State um, and I actually applied and got accepted at Penn State. And I had a potential um, advisor that I was going to be working with. But then it was right around the pandemic. So it was at the beginning of 2020 and the pandemic hit. And I that helped, kind of made my decision for me to stay here instead of going somewhere else because I was just, I didn't know what was going to happen with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't want to also, because my family's here. So I prefer to stay here with my family.
0: Yeah. So how did the pandemic sort of like impact because you, you was still been like an undergrad when it hit right
1: mm-hmm. yes
0: yeah so how did it impact like the last year part of your undergrad and you know even the little first part of like some of the work you're doing as a grad student
1: it affected it a lot I still remember the day we had to go virtual and um, I think the first week um, of classes, we just didn't have classes because professors didn't know what they were going to do and how they're going to teach. Um, I was still working in the lab at that point. We had kind of like an exception to finish up everything that we were doing before we shut down. Um, so I would say for my undergrad, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy virtual learning and I didn't enjoy graduating by myself, because I didn't get a graduation. I didn't do I just I just had dinner with my family at home. So it didn't really feel like I actually accomplished something. And then I started grad school right away. And I wasn't coming into the lab, I wasn't doing anything. I was just taking classes online. Um, And once we got back into the lab, it took a while for us to get on track and get going, especially there was a lot of stuff back ordered. Um, We couldn't get the reagents or the supplies that we needed. Um, So everything took a lot more time than it needed to or than it should. It was also hard um, to meet students within my department. Um, The only people or other graduate students that I knew the graduate students in my lab and then some from other labs just like a lot across from us but i didn't get to meet anyone uh, until recently
0: yeah so kind of like now in the in the present times of of your work now Have you been able to build more connections with people, you know, either just around in the Lansing area or within your department or your cohort?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Especially within my um, department and within my program, I've got to meet a lot of other graduate students, some that do similar research or completely different research. But it's good because we can help each other out um, with different assays or experiments that we're doing. So that's nice. Um, it has also been nice going back to conferences in person too and presenting research in person uh, because that's how I, I built my network and uh, meet industry people or other uh, professors or graduate students that I might be working with in the future.
0: Yeah. Are you still involved with the international organization or other extracurriculars now as a grad student?
1: Not really. That was mostly as an undergrad. Um, I We do have um, like a graduate student association um, that we're starting back up again now. Um, it's with within my program, um, but it was, you know, because of the pandemic, um, it was just, um, no one was meeting up. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to do, um, some professional and also just casual meetups, of uh, with graduate students within the program.
0: Oh, okay. What's your favorite part of the work that you do?
1: I guess I love. Coming in every day, and well, it's a love hate relationship. Coming in every day and finding something new. Um, there's there's always something new that uh, or new questions that need to be answered. There's never a day where I sit back and say, "Oh, I did everything. I don't know what to do next." Um, that's what I love about research. And what I love most about um, my research specifically is the community, the community uh, within our department and also within the dairy industry from different labs in the animal science department and here, and also um, when I go to conferences and meeting uh, industry people.
0: Okay. What are some like? Do you have any any hobbies or anything that you do when you're done at work and you're like, okay, I'm going to take a break from everything that I'm doing as a, as a grad student now? Like, what do you do?
1: I usually go to the gym or workout. Um, I love being outside, and Michigan weather doesn't really help with that. Um, I love hiking, um, going to the beach. Um, usually, what I do at home, um, especially in the winter, is painting. I love painting.
0: Ooh, What kind of, what kind of things do you paint?
1: Everything, except for portraits. I'm uh-huh. not good with facial expressions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very nice. How long have you been doing that?
1: As long as I can remember. I, um, I think I was maybe when I started. My dad I was good at painting and drawing. So was my brother. I think I started at a very young age, um, but I took some classes when I was probably like in elementary school through middle
0: school. Yeah. Oh, very nice. So it's just like you're, uh, you know, wherever you live, is it just like covered with paintings everywhere that you made? Not
1: really, not that much, (laughs) especially now with grad school, to be honest, I haven't been painting as much as I would like to but it is kind of a therapy for me. Uh, it relaxes me. And then I just don't think about anything else while I'm doing it.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. That's super cool. I wish I was artistically talented. Yeah. <laughs> um, very nice. So what can you, know, what do you kind of want to do after grad school? Like where do you, what do you have an end goal or is it still kind of just in the air?
1: That's a, the million-dollar question. <laughs>
0: I know. I feel bad asking it because I hate getting asked it, but here I am.
1: I love the. What do you? Where do you see yourself in five years? I love that question. Uh, honestly, um, I I'm leaning more towards industry, working for maybe a research company. Um, I don't really like academia that much. I don't write. I don't like the writing part of it. So. <laughs> I think I'm leaning more towards the industry.
0: Okay. Right. Very cool. So sort of like wrapping things up a little bit here, I like to ask people if you have any tips of wisdoms or advice that you would give either undergraduates and or undergraduates thinking about applying to grad school or first year grad students kind of adapting to like their grad school lifestyle.
1: One piece of advice I would say uh, is go with the flow and don't be disappointed if something doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Research is is not easy, but it's all it is fun, but it's also you cannot say, oh, this is the results I'm gonna get and also get the results. My, you might get disappointed at point times. Um, you just have to know that this is research. So, um, be okay with things not working and learn from those. It could be a mistake or it could be just, this is the result that you're getting. Um, also be open for different opportunities. Um, be open to asking questions, um, seeking different opinions, Reading, reading is so important. You learn so much from reading um, different articles and published papers. Uh, Always be up to date with the literature uh, and enjoy it. It is fun. It's tough. It's challenging um, at times. Um, But if you love what you're doing, you're going to excel in it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Great. Well, thank you for coming on and doing this. It was really great hearing from you.
1: Thank you so much for having me.